What's going on? Can you hear me? Yeah, how you doing? I'm good, and you? Good, good. Been working today. You know, going to bed after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, thank you. We're going to get right into it for coming on our show, The Queen Candy Podcast. So how's your day been? Oh, it's been beautiful. This has been a day to remember. Oh, wow. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Well, yeah. So um, I ran into a long-time little buddy of mine. I like I have like about eight, eight-year-old, nine-year-old kids who I've been cutting since they were like maybe three or four. So, you know, we got together and, you know, we talked and things of that nature and he helped me, he helped kind of inspired me to want to do more and get a web, not a website, a, what do they call it? A, 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 uh, oh, uh, like a blog or something like that. Uh, not a blog, but uh, I want to start a found some. I want to start a foundation, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to. I want to call it uh, male elders. You know, it's basically having a group of young kids because I deal with a lot of boys, barber wise, that doesn't have a male influence in their lives. So you know, I want to get to put together a program to uh, set up. A non-profiting program. That's what I'm looking for. A non-profiting program to help contribute to the community with young boys and spending time with them, you know, men spending time with them and teaching them things like, you know, how to shake a man's hand and how to look him in the eyes when you're talking and, Mm -hmm. you know, just things that how to tie a tie, things like that. So, you know, I've I've been mentally adventuring down that rabbit hole today. That's good. That's good, good man. I had a really good day at the shop talking to Samayans and different Africans, and we're just sharing information. And I learned a whole lot about, you know, tribes in Africa having inside tribes. Like, you know, with that, you know, you ever see that movie Hotel Rwanda? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they had Tusnis and Hutus. And right, right. the Tiffany's were killing the Hutus because of situation that was there. And what the situation was, was what started that was, I'm talking to a guy from Rwanda, what started it was the Belgians came over and they created division by and separated and named one group Tutsis and the other group Hutus and there was a third smaller group. But how they would determine who's in which category is by the size of their nose and the color of their eyes. So if there was more European, they were uh, Hutus. Everyone else was Tussies. So Tussies was jealous, and the Hutus were the ones mm-hmm. that were getting the jobs, and you know they were being prosperous and things like that. But the other group, the Tussies, were jealous. So they start killing them and cause a whole fight. And then I oh, yeah. them in, and then we talked about that. How you know that movie Black Hawk Down? Right. Yeah, that's all how. The uh, Samayans came over to the United States over that. So it was very informational of cultures and things of that nature. So today was a really, really good day. That sounds like a lot of insight. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, it's crazy because a lot of people don't even want to 
um, do anything like that. It's for any kind of other, you know, cultures or religion because we so like closed minded. That's why we really wanted you on the show because what we were talking about on the phone a couple of weeks back when we talked real briefly, you know, we we loved the conversation and we loved your vibe. Mm-hmm. So real quick, um, introduce yourself to everybody so they know who you are. You know what you do, your life, your family, whatever you want to share. We got you for the next hour. Right. So we're going and for the next two episodes, y'all. So he's gonna be on three episodes of the Queen Candy Podcast. So y'all finna get a lot of info. So man, go ahead and um just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. My name is uh Jamar Jarrell Lamar. Uh also my mate, my government name is Corey Lam- Corey Sadler. I'm a 47-year-old man. Uh, I have six kids in between the ages of 30 and 21. I also have an eight-year-old who I am primarily responsible for. She lives with me. This, and before all that, I had went to prison, did 14 years, and this December, this November, it'll be 10 years being free. I've worked in the community. I was a community activist back in 2020 when the whole George Floyd thing went down. Was in police yeah. meetings and you know talking to the uh, what was it the head prosecutor of uh, of Columbus and you know just talking to different. You know I got really deep into that. Uh, I'm a barber. Been a barber for nine years. Got my uh, license in prison. Uh, I'm just a pillar of the community and an elder to the youth and young. Wow. Wow. That's amazing, man. Um, was being in prison, did that lead you to what you're doing now? No. Um, prison, I mean, only thing prison really gave me to help me where I'm at now was I learned how to be a leader. Okay. I realize that I'm a leader and, you know, people will follow me as long as I'm showing results. So that enhanced my uh, confidence in leading and talking to others and things of that nature. But, you know, really, it kind of did because I looked at it like I needed certain guidance and I had um, got that. So and it did wonders for me. So, you know. Each one teach one. You know, I learned from my experience, so it's my job to teach the next one and be there for them. Is you know, right. like I needed, like I needed when I was in their position. Exactly. So prison, prison gave me a lot of insight. It allowed me to uh, start understanding more and you know, communicating a lot more. And I and I realized that I have a voice and people will listen to me. Um, that is so true that's what we went through um, and that's what we hope to do you know with our show now um, just like yourself you know we've been through a lot just to sum it up and now we want to take what we done been through and pretty much get the same message you know that you do have a voice you ain't got to follow you know what everybody else is doing you know you can be a leader you know everybody gonna everybody ain't gonna rise up that's just that's just the truth. But for those that do, you know, at least you, the way we look at it, you try and do something instead of just, you know, complaining, you know, and you're not even trying to make no moves. So as a female, you know, we hope to, of course, be a leader for the ladies and 
remind them, you know, it's it's crazy right now with everything that's going on on the news. We keep scrolling, just shaking our head because it's, I ain't know what to describe it, but we got to do so much better. And we ain't in a position to judge nobody. We see any of our people like yourself trying to do anything. You know, we definitely applaud that. So what message do you hope to give to young boys, especially with these times we're going through right now? My my message would be, if I can do it, you can too. How my life was designed growing up as a young, as a child, younger teenager, young adult, I learned a lot of lessons. And I went through a lot of different things that were negative. And somehow, some way, I reached down inside and I pulled the good, I realized the goodness in me. And, you know, I started loving myself and wanting better and not put myself in these negative situations that I was doing because change don't come till you're tired. So if hmm. I can do it, come from, the, you know, the, 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 you know, the, I don't, the, I don't know if I want to just really disrespect myself, but, you know, my thinking was of, of a person who don't need to be out in society, you know? Right. So if I can pull myself out of that, anybody can do it. <laughs> That's true, man. And we pretty sure you can agree that a lot of us want to make excuses. Exactly. Excuses is just a bridge to nothingness. You're not going to get nowhere with excuses. You know, no. I teach people how to be real with yourself. Like, you got to be real with yourself before you're real with everyone else. You know, I push mental health. You know, doctors, their doctors and all other types of people who went to get their license and be, be in their, their professional field, they all went to school. And there's right. humans that are designed for special needs for, uh, to serve other humans. And mental health is, is one of the most important things. You know, everybody talks about the physical checkups and all that stuff. Get, you know, people lack, especially our people, they do not take advantage of getting themselves psychiatric evaluations. So, you know, I teach people who, especially young, to be able to dig deep into their feelings and, and learn about themselves and learn how to control their emotions and ask themselves questions like, why did I do that? What was I thinking? I teach them I overeat. That's intelligence over emotions because most of us human beings we use emotions over intelligence, and that's what gets that's us in true. situation. When we get when our when a situation happens, we get so emotional that we you know we we either say dumb stuff or do dumb stuff. And then <laughs> all over with what happens? Our intelligence kicks in and analyzes the situation. And what do you say to yourself? What does that voice say to yourself in the back of your head? Why did you do that? You, you, yep. you know you could have did that. You did that a whole nother way. So, you know, I over E is something that I teach. And I teach these kids tools to, you know, communicate how to, you know, conduct yourself, how to deal with your problems and talk to others and things of that nature. So I just teach them things that I took within myself and figured out within myself, plus classes that I took in prison, such as critical thinking and meditation yep. classes and things. And I use all those tools because there are tools out there. People have tools, whether they're professional or not. You can go through school and get those tools, give it to somebody else, or you can go through life, which is the best teacher that we have to get those tools. And we're supposed to share those tools. If it works for you, it can work for somebody else. Because most human exactly. beings don't have a clue on how to deal with themselves or let alone nope. know themselves for real. Nope. 
Nope, they don't. And we love how you just said intelligence over emotions. We ain't never heard that. We ain't yeah. never heard nobody. Well, actually, other than our husband, but um, our lifestyle a little bit different. Don't know if you caught the name on Facebook, but we are Muslim. Right. So one of the main things that we try to practice and teach is how to get rid of your emotional content. So that was the main thing that we heard you say. And that's what we used to do it too. So and then we'd be standing there like, now why you did that? You could just mm-hmm. shut up. You didn't even have to do all that. If you took one second to think, you could have handled all that differently, yeah. whether they was wrong or right. Like, you idiot. <laughs> like, for real, it, that was the one funny. thing. I'm off. Go ahead. Oh, no, you can go ahead, man. It's like, say you write a letter, say you, you write a, a letter out of anger and emotions, and then you right. reread it. And I find myself doing this a lot. Like, I just want to get it out. I might make a long post because on my Facebook page, my life is, is basically like 85% open to the world. I share a lot of content because I want people to know how to handle me and understand how I come. So when you come into my world, you know how to conduct yourself and handle me accordingly. So I would... uh. You know, it's kind of like I would just vent and vent, and I'm talking like maybe a 1,500 words because I'm very articulate with expressing my feelings. And right. then after I proofread it, I don't, I, w- I will erase it if I, because I'm not feeling that way. I'm out of my emotions. I got my emotions out, and then my intelligence kicking. Like you know what, you don't need to post that. Just go ahead. You got it out. Delete it. So I delete it. It's like that. You know, once our intelligence kick, our emotions die down. Our intelligence kick in. You know, we'd be cool because it only takes a second. It only takes like about three to five seconds just to analyze the consequences of your action before you jump into the situation. Right. That That is so true. If we stop and think and the number one thing we go through as black people is fear. That's why a lot of us don't want to deal with our emotion. We don't mm-hmm. handle them right. Or we yep. have emotional content or whatever, or we don't want to get any kind of mental help. Go ahead, my part. I know we're gonna say number one thing um is because we so worried about what everybody else gonna say. Forget all that. It's so true. They're not, they're See, not that's, walking that's why I respect homosexuals because they society has is designed for them to you know, be looked down upon and and whatnot and not be them. And, you know, you think about it, a lot of suicide, a lot of suicide, I, you can, I can say over a thousand human beings that were struggling being gay have ended their life in the history of the world. That's pretty yeah. much a point. Why? Because they don't want to, they, they can't, society won't accept them for who they really are and they can't be who they are. So that, that causes depression and things of that nature. So you, they, they don't care what you say or think about them. They're going to be them. And I got me personally. I respect someone who's willing to stand up and be them, no matter what. Right, that's true. You know, whether you agree or not, you know, ain't nobody in the position to judge nobody lifestyle because we all got to face judgment. You know, when we leave here, but you know, it's hard for everybody out here right now. You it's know, I. You know, I'm not a lesbian, you know, or nothing like that. I don't know nothing about that lifestyle, but I can only imagine it's just as hard as being, you know, straight. So I I don't really know, but 
it's it's hard for everybody, we, you know. We have, we have and, and, and social media make it hard. Yeah, you know. We, we all have a clue on what they go through because we were discriminated. It's crazy to me how our people <laughs> can discriminate against uh, homosexuals when you, you, me, and you can go into an all-white facility and we'll feel the tension, we'll feel the the racism and things of that nature. To where you know if we on a bus, a white person or an Asian or another someone from another culture would be like, yeah, I don't like blacks for whatever reason and this, that, and other. We get this, we've been getting discriminated all our lives. So who are we to look down upon another race or not another race, but another culture? Because being gay is basically a whole nother culture type thing. They got their own little thing. But who are we as black people to look down upon someone else for who they are? Because, you know, what's good, for, what's good, for, what ain't good for the geese ain't good for the gander. You know, but I, I just, you know, I, I have this thing with young people. I tell them to hear me now, but feel me later. You know, and with hearing me now, we all go through this as we're young, you know, once, for an example, when I was 23 years old, I was talking to my mother's twin and I was locked up doing 18 months. I was just miserable, depressed, just, you know, very negative and this and just all that negative energy all consumed. So she told me, I was venting to her. She told me, people in glass houses shouldn't cast stone. I'm at, I'm 24, 23 years old. I had no clue what she was talking about. But later down the line in life, when my mind developed, and I start understanding more clearly, I understood exactly what she was saying. And it was like, and I explained to people who don't understand, I'm like, have you ever heard that saying? A lot of young people don't hear, they've never heard the things that we've heard. Like it takes nope. a village, everything goes, what goes around comes around, you know, uh, everything happens for a reason. They don't understand those little cl- cliches that we had. You know, that, that, that's, you know, that's what they say, the pot calling the kettle black. Young people don't understand yep. those types of sayings. So I would break it down to, Imagine you having a glass house. I'm I'm living in a glass house, and you're down on on the on my yard, and I'm throwing rocks at you. And the rocks represent things that I, you know, negative things about you. You know, you don't take care of your kids. You are always cheating on your husband. You you're a liar. You're a thief. But then you can pick those rocks up and throw it back on me. You beat your kids. You've been in prison. You you've been in prison. You know, you did this that and that. Like and it's gonna shatter my whole glass house. Right. So people in glass houses shouldn't cast stones for a reason. That's true, man. You know, I'm I'm we're gonna put it like this. No, our people been raped, lynched, beat, stolen from my family. We was brought over mm-hmm. here four hundred plus years. So we should know better than anybody what it's like to be judged just by how you look. Or and, and a lot of us don't even judge those white people. I mean, we we got we all judge. Judging is a human nature. You can't help but to judge, whether it's a good judge or a negative judge. Everybody focuses on a negative judge. Yeah. But it's human nature. If I'm in a store, if you're in the store and you see a kid acting up, cussing at their mom and all that, you're going to judge that mother like, man, she ain't doing her job. Ain't no way. Ain't no way my child is going to be like that. That's judging. So, you know, you can't help but the judge. It's human nature. No, that, that's true. That's true. Um, but we really shouldn't. Like, everybody done been through something. Everybody's struggling. Everybody, you're going to get 10 checked in the face with life at some point. Yes, you will. 
So karma didn't have his back too. That, <laughs> life will send karma to do that. Well, we are fine believing that. Well, what you do to me, us, whatever, it may not come back in the same way. And I and we don't deal with a lot of people no more. We don't. That done did things to us. Whether mm-hmm. it be an ex or a family, friend, whatever. So we just like, we ain't going to do nothing to you because we are fine believing in that. And a right. lot of people, it kill us because they just be shocked. Your time coming. Don't mm-hmm. be looking crazy. Oh, I'm not going to fight this battle. The, the universe nope. and God is going to take care of this because I strongly believe that you know, God protects his own blessed people. Oh, yeah. You can't do blessed people wrong. You just can't. It's going to come back on you. That's one thing I fear karma all that that i went through all that time in prison i made my bed and laid in because i was you know i realized i put myself in this position i i got this debt to to karma i have to pay it you're going to pay a debt to karma what goes around always always and people still be shocked you know when it happens but you can't it's like you said you can't do people wrong good people you can't you know we are seeing family members we done been through what it's going to take longer than an hour. That's all That's all we're going to say. But we don't have people do stuff to us, and then they look in shock because you got to get to another point in your life, like for real, where you don't want to deal with that same mess no more. That's yeah. another thing our people don't want to do. We want to still hang around the same people that's doing nothing, 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 nothing. And you, you, know surround what, you know what all those are considered? They're, what they are? They're distractions. Because once you get them out the way, I'm speaking from experience. Once I got all the distractions when I came home out the way, negative distractions, I took off. I was so able to focus on other stuff because I was using that energy, the same energy that I used yeah. negative-wise, I turned around and used it towards something more positive. Exactly. That's the same thing we experienced and had to learn. We mad, angry, holding a grudge. Take that same energy and you'll be surprised Anybody that hear this, what you can do. Other yeah. people, you end up in your life. You do. You do. You're the captain so you of the It's Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you can't blame nobody else for, you know, where you end up at. And that's like what I, Like I always say, you got to be real with yourself before you're real with anybody else. And if you ain't real with yourself, how can you be real with, in the, be with be real with the world? How can you love someone if you don't love yourself type situation? All that. You can't. And people are faking all day, but you, you just can't. You can only lie to yourself for so long. That's what we did. And then we had to realize, like, no, this ain't what, what we want. This ain't mm-hmm. working. We really? sitting here playing a role like it's all fine and good. Nah, man, we can do better. Start waiting on other people. That's when change kick in. Change don't kick. Change don't come till you tired. Sick and, a, and tired. And a person can only do what you allow them to do. So it's all on you. Yep. Even from relationships, I really I sympathize for someone who's in a bad relationship, but as long I can't fully sympathize because you're still in that relationship. You're still allowing that to happen to you. So you know you get what you you get what your hand called for. Man, we know that through experience. We had a relationship. We should have been left. We should have been left. Yep. And that was the main thing we had to blame ourselves for. So now, and we are married now, but we even told our husband, you know, we ain't got to put up with certain stuff. You know, you can call us whatever you want to call us, but, you know, we're going to treat you how you treat us. 
And yeah. we can't yeah. be nothing but real on that, you know. Yeah. He, he's a good man, you know, don't get us wrong. And it, it ain't nothing against him at all, but we just saying we learned from our stupidity. The best teacher in life is life. That is the best teacher that we have. So what's the main thing that has taught you so far? Life life has taught me that what goes, you know, karma, that situation. Life right. has taught me that I have to have mental tools when dealing with other human beings to make the, you know, the, the, the connection work or whatever the case may be. Uh, life has taught me how to think for those who can't think for themselves. Because there are a lot of people out here that unconsciously do things. For example, let's say your husband, you're, you're in a bed, sleep, it's one o'clock, and your husband just walks in the room and turns the light, light on. He didn't mean it. He just unconsciously did some goofy stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you got to be able to not be in your emotions and think yeah. like, you know, unless y'all arguing, it was just a bad, y'all had issues, and he might be on some petty stuff and just disturb your peace or whatever the case may be. You know, you got humans that do goofy stuff like that. That's intentional. They mean to do that. But most human beings do things intentionally. They don't mean it. They just do it. So I learned that I got to think for others because they're really not thinking for themselves. They also taught me to I over E. Life taught me I over E because I was a very extremely emotional person and you know, hurt people hurt people. I learned about that. Just so many tools, understanding how important understanding is, and that's the problem with these humans on this planet. Majority of them don't have the proper understanding because before you un before you understand something, you gotta you gotta you gotta communicate, and that's another problem. Communication and pro mm -hmm. and understanding. A lot of humans don't have that. So, our life has taught me that. Life has taught me how to review my past and get lessons out of it because everything happens for a reason. I don't believe in coincidence. Everything happens no. for a reason. Everything is designed. So therefore, those are the things that we go through, they're lessons. A lot of young people will be like, man, I took a loss. Man, I took an L. Man, I just took an L. You ain't take an L unless you didn't learn that lesson. That's when you take an L. So life has taught me all these little things and cliches and, you know, people shouldn't people in glass houses shouldn't cast stones and this, that other, you know, that, that life taught me and helped me understand that. Yeah, that's the main thing. We like how you said that communication, man, because a lot of us don't listen or communicate to understand. We only listen so we can say something back or reply. Exactly. Because I, I always tell my young people, I ask them, what's the difference between listening and hearing? Because a person be like, man, I'm hearing you. I hear you. I know you hear me. I know you hear me. Now, I can, I got, I'm at my house. Everything's cut off, but the fan is run, running and the uh, I, the door is open. So I hear crickets and all that stuff. Now, if I focus on that, I'm listening instead of just hearing. Because I'm listening to you, but I hear background noise. And the difference between hearing and listening is, Listening takes focus yep. and concentration. So I always correct the person. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Like, now I know you hear what I'm saying, but I need you to listen to what I'm saying. It's a big difference. And people don't listen. Big. They hear. Big, 
big difference. And that's the important thing with communication. You can't just assume what the other person going to say, how they're going to feel. Say, I, say we say something to you, you know, I don't like the way you talk to me. It might not be what's it? we can't expect you, we should say, to take it how we think you're mm-hmm. supposed to in our head. That makes sense? It makes total sense because we're yeah. not them. Right. You're not walking in their shoes, uh, you know, dealing with anything that they're dealing with. So the one thing we don't like, and this is for conversation, is when you want to tell somebody how to heal or how to talk to benefit you. But you don't want to do the same thing. You got to give what you want. You got to treat people how you want to be treated. You can't, it can't be just one-sided. That's the main thing with our people, especially in relationships. Ladies, I we can only speak for the ladies, but sometimes we can shut our mouth too. <laughs> I'm just just, yep. just being real. Sometimes we can shut our mouth and listen. And that's yep. something, you know, being married that we still gotta learn. And we still gonna always be learning that. It can't oh. just be about our needs and what we want and what we need from our husband because he needs stuff from us too. So we can't just ask him, you know, for example, mm-hmm. for anything if we're not willing to do it, regardless mm-hmm. of what it is. You're right about that. You're absolutely right. It takes two to tangle. And teamwork make a dream work. We're working together and we're on the same mental frequency trying to get things done, then it's going to go smooth. But if I'm on one frequency and you're on the opposite frequency, <laughs> there's going to be conflicts and problems because the communication ain't and communication ain't there. Therefore, the understanding won't be there. Never. Never. Y'all got to be on the same wavelength, the same goals. The same uh, end result, all that. You can't be off doing your own thing and y'all still doing something together. You know, include your spouse or friend, whomever, in, in whatever you're doing. You know, it's, it can't just be, like we said, we're going to speak for the ladies, but it can't just be all about what we want all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. our people, period, want to We want sympathy and you know, understanding and we sit on our behind being lazy, but we want somebody else in a relationship. This is one thing I, I don't like when I hear ladies say this. I want a man with six figures. You better have a car, a house, a boat and all that. What you bring into the relationship other than what's in between your legs? Exactly. That whole question that they be the, the most newest, famous question that people be asking is what you bring to the table. Now, a lot of people look down on that pond. That you ask a hundred people, they're all most not all of them, but most of them, a high percentage of them, going to speak about the materialistic things. I got a job, mm-hmm. I got my house, I got my own car, I got my own money. Blah blah. I'm in the people. You know what I'm saying? That's all fine and dandy. That's nothing. But it's a good question to ask a person to see where their mind at. Because I'm all I'm the type of person that's going to test a person to see how they think, what frequency you operating off of. Me personally, I wouldn't get offended if somebody asked me that question. What do I bring to the table? Because my answer is I bring peace of mind. I bring understanding. Exactly. I bring communication. I bring patience. I bring the mental tools that are necessary to make something go, turn a relationship into a bond. Because for me, that's what relationships are. They're the foundations to build a bond. That's what exactly. I bring. Exactly. And that's what we um, believe in learning Islam, too. You got to be on the same pattern. Y'all got to have the same goal. You got to. Ain't no other way to put it. (laughs) It really ain't. I mean, it's it's one plus one. I mean, it's elementary. It's basic. You know, uh, religion. 
you know, it, the golden rule in the Bible is what? Thou shall treat those the way, you know, do unto others the way you have done unto you. Yeah. It's simple. You know, thou shall not judge. That's simple. That's the biggest rule. That's the biggest command that we break as humans, even when Every we day. don't mean to do it, you know? So, you know, it's just, it's a lot of things that our people need to, uh, we need to get out the old way of thinking. This is a whole new world. And a lot of people are too closed-minded to accept that. That's like, you know, when I first came home, I seen how people will always talk about young people, how they will spell their words. They'll spell W. They always take a letter out of the word and make it their own. It's like W-H-A-T. They take the H out as W-A-T. What? Yeah. People, I... Police, grammar police. They would get, and I was one of them. I would get so mad because I didn't understand. But once I took the time to understand that that's their language, we as black people, we don't have our own language. We're we're operating off of somebody else's language that was taught to us. So yep. now we are these young people, they have their own way of communicating. And what happens when we develop something, our people develop and create something, the world latches on and adapts. And they steal it. Exactly. That's just how the world changes. You know, it, that's how history, you know, I'm 47. So, you know, back in the 70s, you know, come our culture didn't kick in until like the 90s when we got older. We started, right. you know, Bruce the Rat came out and all, it, everything kind of changed from the 90s on up from, compared to the 80s and the 70s and 60s and whatnot. That's where I believe 1990s from and up is where things start changing in the new world order, not the new world order, but the new way of thinking start being formed. And the people in the 60s, and our, our elders, they didn't like how we were operating, the clothes we wore, the hairstyles we had, just how we our swag was. They didn't agree with it. our music. They didn't agree with it. And we got ridiculed for a lot of how we lived our lives and how we went about our, our you know, identities and things of that nature. Now, who are we? Now, look at we, us, as adults. Right. We're doing it to our children. That don't make sense. Nah. They have a new way. This is their world, and it it's out with the old, the old is going, is leaving out and the new wave is coming in and it's taking over and the older ones don't like it. And there's nothing you can do. But we... try to understand it. That's all you can do is try to understand it and make it make sense. Otherwise, like me, it will frustrate you. <laughs> and, and you can't control it or do nothing about it. And speaking of the world, like, we live in, we all, and a lot of people don't know this, we living in a big fantasy. We living in their world. This ain't, uh, uh, this, this, how, this how they made it. We ain't going to say create, because just like you said, every time we create something, they take it and make it and act like they're the ones that came up with it. Right. We can't think of one invention that our people done made that they done stole, straight up. Right. It's, it's, the things, it's not like it was when, you know, ourselves and you were growing up. Regardless of the generation, you know, and we didn't have social media, we didn't have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we didn't have none of that. So all right. the dumb stuff we did, we didn't get to put it out there for everybody to see. Exactly. But if you go and scroll, which we, we already know you do, you go and scroll Instagram, Facebook, whatever, you see everybody being fake, perpetrating, stunting. And because that's we are competing and we're living in this fantasy mm -hmm. and all it's going to be gone. Everything, all this material y'all holding on to is going to be gone. So that's another thing. We living in the big fancy like we can make it with their tools and their tricks 
and we're going to be successful. No, if you do what they want you to do, you will. You will be filthy, nasty, cuss, all that, or they'll be your friend all day. Right. They promote the what one thing I realized about this world, because, you know, being gone a decade and a half, a lot had, had will change and a lot did change. But one thing I realized, the thickness of the negativity of the world that is being promoted over and over and over. And there's like I call them 75 percent, 75 percent of the world of the population is on that goofy mentality with the other 25. Like me and you, we see things for what it is. We're not blind. We're woke. 75% of the world isn't woke. They don't want to be woke. They, it, they just can't accept it. And, yep. you know, they can stay stuck in that mentality. You have to be woke. This is a world where we are amongst the most woke human beings ever on the face of the earth. Oh, man. We so blind, deaf, and dumb. It ain't even funny. We, we don't want to accept it. You know, like oh, yeah. you said, you know, with us being Muslim, a lot of people won't even talk to us sometimes. Cause they know what we're gonna say out of our mouth. We're gonna get y'all the truth. Y'all living in a fantasy. This ain't mm-hmm. our this we own this world, whether we know this or not. Black people, we own this world. But that's they why they do, they do to us. Yeah. Cause they know. Straight up, you know, and just like you said, a lot of people they don't want to wake up. They love because they think it's gonna go on forever. It ain't mm-hmm. never gonna end. Wrong. Mm-hmm. We just don't know when. Look at the news. I don't. I don't even watch the news. It's just be too depressing. <laughs> I, don't, I try to uh, avoid negative energy. But right. back when I was gonna say, your truth was what I consider Nyquil medicine. Nyquil castor oil. It's nasty. People can't swallow. It. Most people can't swallow it down. But if you swallow it, it's gonna be good for you. It's gonna be good for yeah. you, and it's gonna heal you in ways that. Would never you would never imagine it'll open your mind up to the possibility mm-hmm. of something different. That's so true. And our people, more of us, that's why we really got to wake up. We for real. We so busy fighting each other, we need to be fighting them. And yes, and it's, we by said it. it's all by design. Like I deal with a lot of Africans in Ohio, especially Somalians, because that's where mm-hmm. they bought Somalian people when they bought them over from Somalia to Columbus and a couple other states in the United States. And they, Africans, look at us like, what the fuck is wrong? Excuse my language, but what is wrong with y'all? What is really wrong with y'all? But what they fail to realize is that this is a, there's a system specifically designed for our people. And if they yep. were on the boat with us, they would be in the same situation. But they come over here exactly. because, and I talked to one, he was like, they had to before they came over here. They had to go to a class, and they were telling them like, you know, uh, don't carry this amount of money and watch these areas because you get robbed. And they're showing them video and whatnot, and all the people that was in there were our people, basically telling them yeah. to stay away from us. So imagine, think about when we were we we're about the same age. Imagine when think about when we were young, and we saw those videos of Africa, a penny a day, a dollar a day, them them commercials and whatnot. And how they portray Africa as a bunch of dry land, sand, no buildings, no nuts, just a bunch of zebras and, and lions, you know, and things in that nature. And the kids got nothing but their malnutrition, got flies. It's just, we had yep. we the media of that Africa was nothing but like Somalia, nothing, yep. nothing, nothing, a third world country. But come to find out through the internet, which is the indicator of change, the internet allow us to see the beauties of Africa. 
So with that being said, they did the same to us. That's why Africans look at us like, y'all been here all this time. Y'all don't do nothing. Y'all lazy, blah, blah, blah. Y'all on the internet being promoted negatively and this and another. But yet we come over here and within a decade, less than a decade, we flourish. Yeah, you're allowed to. It's a game. It's a game that is created by powers that be and they dictate how the game is going to play and who's going to be successful and who is not. It's all planned. All by design. Say no, it's all by design. And it took decades and decades and decades of mind manipulation and, and corrupting our, our ancestors' minds and all that other stuff and striking fear. And yeah, that's all by design. And look where the results are. Look at the results. The results are what goes on today. Yep. I hate to say it, they did they, they, they mission accomplished because exactly. now they don't even have to put in the work because our, they got it to the point where our own people put in the work for them. We wasn't always like this. I did, I'm in Columbus and I deal with a lot of different tribes and they all are very similar. All you think about back in the days when you know you watch a movie, have you ever seen Avatar? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, movies like that have a village in any movie that has a village, they have a system. And the villagers, they have the villagers and then they have the elders. The elders are all wise and knowledgeable and, you know, respected and this, that, and other. And they would go to them. And, you know what I'm saying? And the the village, the elders kept the structure. They made the structure and they kept the structure. They enforced the structure on how their village is going to be ran in the right way. Once you take the elders out the way, it's a problem. Once you take the men out the way, it's a problem. That's why everything's been designed the way it is. Government assistance. We're going to give you everything you need, food stamps, money, and housing, but you got to keep it. You cannot have a man. And if he has children, we're going to need you to give us all the information so we can put him in the system. Exactly. We went through the same thing, and that's how they keep us divided. Child support, custody, all that. Oh, I went through that with my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter. I got tired. She was three, two years old at the time. Baby mom was in her feelings. And hiding her, don't tell our other kids, you know, don't tell your dad where where I'm at. You know, change don't come to you tired. I got tired of it. I took my stuff down to it. I was like, okay, we can't do this among us. We got to get the white man involved. Let's go. Which is a shame. Because we're yeah. all we're in our we're we're elders. We're all in our forties. Late forties at that. But to me, age is nothing but an indicator of how long a human been on this earth. It really don't mean That's nothing. It. I'm forty That's I'm forty seven, I'm forty eight years old. And you got people, I can be, I can have the mentality of a 23-year-old or a 30-year-old. Exactly. Or a 30-year-old can have the mentality of, or the old soul of a 40-year-old. So age is, ain't nothing but an indicator of how long a person been on this earth. Yep. Speaking and of age, why... I mean, speaking of age, I mean, because you're, but speaking of age, I want to get a woman's perspective on this. Why do okay. women have an issue with telling another person, a man, their age? Oh, man, that's a good question, because we really don't know. We're telling about our age. We're 36. You know, it's some unwritten rule that women have, because guess they don't want to admit they getting older. And it's always a good thing, because a lot of us don't get a chance to get there. Mm-hmm. So I, it's some something about getting older. That's the only thing we can say. And right. that's why women don't like saying that. But we're telling you about all day long. We're 36. We got four kids, eight by marriage. We don't care. We ain't ashamed. And we, and we don't look our age. That's the crazy part. We look like we're about 21. 
man, I, I, I ask, I'm 48. I always ask people how I was, how old I am. I play a game with them. If you can guess yeah. within three years how much, how old I am, the, the haircut's free. Or I'll, I'll give you a hundred dollars, and they came. They be like, you 32. Wow, they always say I'm in my 30s. I yep. went to the fair last week. Took my daughter to the fair, and you know they got those contests where you can, you know, the age, birthday, and, and weight situation. So I was like, they never guessed my birthday. Never. I nope. came across the smart one. He asked me, and she said, is this your daughter? And I'm like, yeah. So he analyzed her. Oh, she about eight. Look at the gray in his hair. Okay, he about 40. He said 48. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but not a, he's the first one, but he's, he's trained to do that. But if I asked 100 people, which I probably asked at least 50 over the last five years, I would say 49, 48 of them were wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same here. Black don't crack. Nope. Nope. And, and 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 we could be wrong, but we don't know. It's something they don't like telling the age. And black women, we age so gracefully. We take care of ourselves and eat the right stuff. Yeah. You know, that we're supposed to eat. You know, you're going to age gracefully. But just like you said, black, it don't crack. But you ain't taking care of yourself. You're going to be fat and greasy. Let me ask you this. Why do people say bless you when someone sneezes? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, we was always raised like that. I guess it's, it's supposed to be polite, you know, showing your manners and stuff like that. It was something that was programmed, keyword programmed. And, and I that, hate it. <laughs> that's the answer to why women don't like telling their age. They were programmed. Because that's, 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 some, older, that's some older stuff. You know, that's that's older people's stuff. And it gets passed down. Things we know gets passed down from one person to another. Yep. I, you know, that whole bless, I think some Catholic guy said you're supposed to say bless you and it just got carried on, which to me don't make no sense. Who knows, probably. <laughs> your heart starts, your heart stops beating while you're sneezing. I can have a, I can sneeze, I can have a sneezing fit where I'm sneezing for a good 30 seconds. I just can't stop. That means my heart doesn't stop. No, I ask Google, like anything that don't make sense to me, I need it to make sense so I can move on because understanding is big with me. And oh, what yeah. I yeah. we're humans that and human beings are natural followers. Yep. We don't know how to lead. And yep. we're the same way. Somebody tell us something that don't make sense. Oh no, we're about to look it up. Right. That's you can't dumb me up. I'm not about to let you dumb me up with dumb information. I'm gonna look into it. Right. You t- you can be telling me anything. Just just make me feel good. Just to shut me up or whatever. Yeah, nah, yeah. I want to see it for myself. Yep. Get that. Make it make sense. Because a lot of our people, we just we just believe what anybody say what the news say and your mama say whatever. We don't do no research because we don't want to study nothing. We just want oh. somebody to put it in our hand, teach it to us, train us. But you got to have what um we call initiative. Mm-hmm. self-motivation, mm-hmm. all that good stuff, and not be waiting mm-hmm. for somebody else. Yep. That's what we don't want to do. Oh, no, and no, we'll look up what a celebrity doing, so-called celebrity. We'll do that right. all day long. Uh, or a musician, artist, whatever. But real yep. info, we don't want to look it up. Right. Then that be that's a problem. And that's too many, the, the percentage is too high of people that be on that type of time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them don't even know who you are. 
you know, ain't, ain't nothing against them, but a lot of them don't know who you are. They just care. They making money off you. They don't care. They see the they damage don't. that they're doing is calculated. It's all calculated because it's so strong in, in, in the force. The negative force is so strong. That's one thing I realized. The negative force is extremely strong in this world. And that's something that I can't understand why, but I do. It's a control thing. That's mm -hmm. like that's like when the uh, corona hit in the beginning and everybody started rushing to the stores and getting toilet paper and tissue and, and things of that nature. Because they had them in a panic. They had them in a whole panic. Like, you can't find nothing nowhere. For nothing. 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 But for me, I look at it as the government, they 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 run tests on us to see how far they will go. I know they do. That's oh, yeah. It's planned. All that's planned. It's planned. Everything. It ain't a pandemic. It's a pandemic. Trying to kill us and this vaccination, nah. Oh no, no, no. Everybody, oh, I'm vaccinated. I, I, I need to travel. I need to go here. Why? What, what? What's so? What's so important? You willing to die for it? I, exactly. And what kills me is Christians. They know about the mark of the beast and all that and chips and all that stuff. They know, yeah. but yet they go and get. They'll go get the. They'll go get it. A vaccine, an experience, experimental vaccination. What you know when you know why doctors the first thing they ask you when you go to the hospital are you allergic to this Tylenol Advil did that and others right I, yeah. I always ask you that why they ask you that because what might work for you might not work for me you look at all these uh, medical commercials and at the end of it they all have the same results that tell off yep. the re uh, the uh, side effects now we might me and you might be taking the same thing but. You know, this pill has side effects such as dizziness, nauseation, uh, uh, high blood pressure, depression. You know what I'm saying? You might not get all those three, but I might get all, you know, one out of those because our chemicals inside are different. We're all the same on the outside, but inside our, our DNA structure is totally different. So yep. injecting something in us, it might not work for me, but it might go well with your system. Who's to take that chance? And look who's administrating this stuff. You really trust them? Yeah, that's how stupid we are. You really trust these people? Was that the key to the, the was it, I can't pronounce it, but when they had the smallpox and they were shooting everybody with sugar or they was experimenting to Kisi, to Kisi. How you say it? Yeah, I think it was something like that. Right, you know what I'm talking about. Look what they did yeah. with them. How they put smallpox with the with the back. Oh, come on now, these are the same type of mentality. And I believe that it's it's not just taught to racism and all that hatred, negative stuff is taught to them. I think it's in them DNA. I believe that we carry our ancestors' spirits with us. I strongly oh, yeah. believe that. And oh yeah, yeah. Being, oh, yeah, yeah. Right, you can have a great 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 uncle or grandfather who was just rebellious and that spirit got pushed on to you you know through generation generation and I, I really believe that and I also believe if my if his great 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 grandfather or his great their family was racist more likely that's in their DNA and it got passed down to you because I've met white people who said that I lived in my whole family I'm from West Virginia or Alabama my whole family is racist but I'm not on that I would right. I would reject that whatnot because why because it's not in him to be a part of that. 
You know, that's like, that's just how I feel. We carry our ancestors' DNA. And if we oh, can, yeah. everybody else do too. Oh, yeah. And we better not ever hear. We talk about what our people done been through. Oh, that was a long time ago. You need to get over it. No, it's still in our blood, fool. You know what? I also, on that part, I also break it down to, I always say, imagine a brand new Walmart being open, right? Now, people oh. coming and going. Ain't nobody getting stopped and checked and none of that. People just coming and going. But after a while, when they look at the numbers and see that the death, the death is affecting their numbers, what they do? They make adjustments and they put security guards out there to harass you and whatnot, yep. right? So yep. people are like, why are you, you know, I wasn't doing this last month. What's this? You know, a group of people will mess it up for everybody else, no matter what. We all suffer for what a group of people do. So white people have no parts of saying that I, that was my ancestor. We ain't got nothing. No, you do. They set yep. the stage for y'all to get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. that's just how that works. Their blood, their ancestors' blood, they slept our slave masters, I bet. Blood is in them, just like our slave, whoever, their blood is in us. Right. That's like if so, somebody kills a white, a black guy kills a white, somebody, you know, white, that, that family member, like, I don't like blacks. I, all blacks are, no, I, I don't like them. Like, man, I, didn't, I ain't got nothing to do with what he did to your, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Same if it fits for us, it fits for them. Y'all ain't yep. got nothing to do with that, but y'all got a lot to do with it because it's still going on. Y'all don't, you know, hey, I feel like, I feel me, let me tell it, 80% of the white population have racists in them. Oh, yeah. And what, it's what we call evil by nature. Exactly. Like, think about these savage. They're really savages mentally. Yeah. We can never, we have our issue. We're not perfect. We, But we can never, it is not in us to, to take another race and put them in slavery. Majority of us would not do that. Nah. We want to move on. We want to, you know, we just, all we want as a nation, as a black nation, is equal opportunity and equal treatment. That's all we want. All we got to do is come together and we can have it. But it's not enough numbers. The numbers are against us. Exactly. It's, we it's are like, numbers. It's like 80, 75% of our people aren't going to, are, are on some other stuff. So therefore, it's the the other 25, is it's not enough. It's not enough. That's like one on three. For every one good yeah. person like you and me and the people that we connect with and, and there's three others that are like, that are, you know what I'm saying? It's right. three. It's a three to one odds and you can't win when the odds are like that. No, we've been outnumbered. And, you know, they brought us over here, put fear in us, made these fake religions and all that. All this is not by accident. It's no, all been mean. planned. It's still going on to this day. Y'all think they came up with COVID and they just all of a sudden come up with a vaccine? Come on now. You think that's supposed to help you? Come on. Come on. Experimental vaccination. Multiple. You got Don't even know if it's going to work. Don't even know if it's going to work. It need a booster. It's so weak that it need boosters, plural. So that's more than one chip, because you don't know what they put in that thing that they probably put in your body. And not just that, you don't know how these chemicals will react with your system. Exactly. So if you already got a condition, it's going to kill you. Yeah. So, you know, they keep talking about Corona was the reason <laughs> people died. No, man, I don't believe nothing people say. 
especially the media. Y'all, y'all pencil with paperwork. They this this gonna sound crazy. They hide the truth, get on TV, and lie about the truth. I don't know if that makes sense, but they know exactly what's going on. But they'll get right on TV and still lie about telling the truth just to let but, you feel comfortable or send you into a panic. One thing I realized about movies and entertainment, if you look past the entertainment part, man, you can you can get some gems. You can really get mm-hmm. some gems. For example, Good Times. There was an episode in Good Times where J.J. painted what they believed was Black Jesus. But Thamma was oh. like, or the mother was like, uh-uh, that's Jesus right there, picture of white Jesus. And it just keep, you know, then came Michael with the Bible and he go to Revelations and he looks up and reads about Jesus being, God being black, hair of wool and skin of coal and fiery eyes and all that. White no. people control that narrative. They control no. it and they let that up. And the thing is, this is a, this was made in nineteen in the seven nineteen seventies. People still didn't believe that Jesus was black of color, was a man of color. Still didn't. And he and is black and of uh, Palestine. And that's that's just how they know. They're so confident that we can tell them the truth, and they still ain't gonna go with it. That's <laughs> what I'm is that, that is major. Yes, and that Christianity. Made up by them too. I can't stand one 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 saying that irks my soul is God bless America. This country, oh, uh. hands down, is blessed compared to all the other countries. It's it is blessed, but that God that they talk about is not the God that I serve, and it is not the God that you serve. Nope. Because our God is not going to bless this corrupt. I'm not going to believe that our God is not is going to is going to bless this corruption, this this evilness that has built this country. No, no, let me explain that. It's not a country. The United States isn't a country. You know what it is? What? It's a corporation. Exactly. It's a corporation. It ain't a country. A country looks out for its people. You know, like. Canada, I heard they give medical free medical. They do. You know, they do. Uh, over tomorrow, I was talking to somebody. He was in Germany. He was like, he's you know how much he said he was American was there, and they was like, call the they you know they gonna get an ambulance. No, uh, uh-uh. and the ambulance costs too much. No, ambulance gonna cost like five, six hundred dollars or more. He was like, no, he was like, no, man, ambulance only costs like ten, fifteen, twenty dollars. What? That's what, yeah, that's what country would. That's a country. That's what a country does. A corporation is all about money. The United States of America is a corporation. It's all about money. Yeah, prisons, money, medicated, medication, money. All of it is. If it ain't about money, the United States don't want nothing to do with it. Gulf War. Nope. Why they do that? Why they say Saddam had weapons of mass destruction? The oil, money. So it's not a country, it's a corporation. Money and... Yeah. We the people. That all that's made up. Constitution. It's just stupid words words put together that don't make no daggone sense and they don't uphold it. (laughs) None at all. And that's it. Um, Money and how many people we can kill. Who can kill the most people. And control. Yep. Fear. All that. And that's the problem with older people. Older people are elders. They mistake fear. 
they get fear and respect confused. Think back to the gangster days. They were they the gangsters let the dancers tell it they were respected in the community. No, they were feared and they mistake fear for respect. And that's what our ancestors did. They struck fear in us. If you don't do this or another, what's gonna happen? Oh, you're gonna get these paws. You're gonna get something upside your head. You're gonna get beat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not, it's you want to be respected out of your action. Respect is earned. It ain't automatic in my world. No. Nope. That's like a police officer coming to my coming to my world, because my life is my world, and I allow people and people come into my our worlds, our individual lives is our world. And a police come in into our world all disrespectful, but he's demanding respect. I can't respect you. You coming at me crazy. So I gotta match nope. your energy. But if you come positive, I have no choice. Because I'm a man of respect. I have to recognize that. Because real, in my world, real recognizes real. And I have to respect exactly. that. Exactly. Correct. So I got to match that energy. It's all about, that's what humans don't understand. They don't understand about matching people's energy. I call it tennis. Yep. If I hit the ball into your court and it's a positive ball, you all you got to do is hit it back. Positive. And we're going to keep going back and forth. But as soon as you hit it back and you on some negative stuff, game over. Exactly. I'm not playing Oh, no, and that's what we need to do more, for real, because like we said earlier, we think we treat people how they treat us. We not, we can't be fake. We ain't finna tell you what you want to hear. We might come direct a lot of times, but we can't lie. We can't tell you nothing other than the truth as a Muslim woman. We just can't. We're not finna sugarcoat it. This world is evil. What, what Jack, Jack Nicholson say, and if you good man, you can't handle the truth. And a lot of humans can't handle the truth. They really, really they can't. can't. You get there. It's like I steal from you. I disrespect you, and you have every right to handle it how you want to handle. You see fit, but yet I get mad because you're handling it the way you want to. You handle it exactly. That does not make no sense. And we're talking about people. <laughs> I can understand young. I like dealing with young because I have passes that I can give them. They're young. They're right. learning. I can't deal with someone who's been on this planet more than 35 years and they still got that mentality. They ain't figured stuff. Deal with you. Because people don't like when you do a what was it? A you on Facebook? Don't get mad you. when I pull a you on you. So don't don't treat me a certain way and then get mad when I do the same thing. Exactly. Fair exchange ain't no robbery. That's what we used to say in prison. Fair exchange ain't no robbery. It ain't. <laughs> and we just be laughing. That'd be funny to us. Like, oh, so now you mad, right? So, Carwin came back to you. You don't like it. How that taste? They matter to and, you. And we, and we don't have no sympathy. We have no sympathy. No. They don't deserve it. Only people who deserve sympathy deserve sympathy. And those who don't, don't get it. Nope. And then we heartless because of it. But wait a minute, so we're supposed to let you keep treating us like garbage and trash and speaking negative and trying to, you know, kill us because we don't been through that, destroy our life and hold us back from what we're supposed to do. So because we love ourselves and you want to stay down in the gutter, we're supposed to feel bad because you want to be lazy. No, nah, we ain't got no sympathy for that. No, nah, not, not that. Definitely don't. Definitely don't. Definitely don't. Oh. Yeah, how it's supposed to be can't be mad at me because I'm feeling like you can't be mad at me because I'm standing on what I believe in. I love me. And that's another problem with our with, with, with human beings, especially our people. We don't know how to love ourselves. We really don't know how to love ourselves. We don't. And once you love yourself, 
you develop, you start seeing things. Once I started loving, because I went through that, I did not love myself. I hated myself because I kept putting myself mm -hmm. in situations I did not want to live. I truly right. did. I just hated myself. But then once I started looking at life, my life and how it was designed and things I've been through, I'm like, man, you are an awesome person. Man, you made it out of that because life can do two things to you. <clears throat> it can either make you or break you. And like they say about pressure, it either makes diamonds or busts pipes. And the pressure that life put on me, it made a diamond. Therefore, huh. I recognized it and I love me because only the strong survive. And I was strong enough to survive the things that life put me through because what? life ain't nothing but a test. So once what? I learned to love me, I developed a shield of protecting my of protection, which is protecting my peace. And like you, you said, should. no matter who it is, family, friends, long, who should, it don't matter who it is. You disturbing my peace, you gotta go. Holla. Bye. You gotta go. Because all the people play with that protecting their peace. You know, you still gonna deal with your, you know, this person to disrespect you and you keep dealing with this person and the person keep disrespecting you. Like you don't protect, you're not protecting your peace. Because if you did, you'll oh. draw a line and stand and stand firm on that. You wanna come across this side of the fence and come into my world? I'm gonna need you mm -hmm. to protect yourself properly. Otherwise, exactly. you stay where you're at. See. Love you, but I I don't mess with you. It ain't, and we don't hold no grudge. We ain't mad at you, but we just oh, can't. No. We don't care who it is. If you're disturbing you. anything in our lives, you got to go. Even the kids. Exactly. Hate to say it. Even kids. I, and that's what a lot of us want to do, too, um, is be I our child home, friend. Yeah. When I came home, I just was, you know, I, I had conflict with my children. I left them when they were, you know, Six, four, two, two, and then uh, no matter of fact, yeah, six, four, two, and two, and uh -huh. then I'm having a daughter, and I wasn't there. I was gone. She, I came home. She was fourteen years old. Never seen her in my life till you know a couple times at Disney. Uh -huh. We fell out. We clashed. We clashed, and it's just like I've been doing this for nine years, and I say, you know what? Including my mother, my siblings, my nieces, and them. You know, I say, you know what? I can't deal with y'all. Y'all move differently. Y'all sneak this. Y'all smile in people's face. Y'all have corruption in your character. In your character, y'all have corruption, in and I can't rock with people like that. I'm not perfect, oh. but I feel like I handle myself uh, accordingly. I have morals. I have respect, and I'm big on all that stuff, and I stand on all that. And I can't be around somebody who's talking negatively or who's spit, spitting venom and. You know, all that sneak this and I can't be around somebody like that. So, you know, mm -hmm. I love you, but I can't deal with that. No. I'm not gonna deal with it. And <laughs> I have no I don't have relationships with a lot of my family members based off of how I saw them move, smiling in people's yeah. faces. I don't do that. I'm I try as much as possible not to be fake or be around fakeness. That's true. And you really gotta get to a point in your life where you get like that. So it, it don't matter who it is. You know, you cut, cut them off. You have a right to protect your peace and, you know, like ourselves and you. Yeah, we messed up, made mistakes. We were stupid. We was out there doing whatever. But the difference between us and a lot of people is, is we did what we call soldiered up. We didn't sit around and complain and, you know, let what we went through destroy us. And that's what a lot of our people do. They don't. And learn from their mistakes or want to make them changes so yeah yeah it's not judging but yeah 
it's not judging, but you know, when you get sick and tired, you want to make a change. And that's what we had to realize. Like, girl, you're going to wind up dead. This path you're going down, you got to wake up and make some kind of change. So a lot of people don't want to deal with us. So we're like, okay, you because can't support the growth or, or, or anything. Bye. I, they're, they're not tired. They're comfortable where they're at. They're cool with that. And like I said, change don't come till you're tired. If you're not tired, nope. you're going to keep putting up with the same stuff and complaining and complaining and Talking to dead horse, you talking about to talk to a dead horse. You might as well talk to that wall because you're not <laughs> you're not getting through to me. This is same. I've heard this this same song five times in the last three years. Yep. If you got time to sit around and gossip and talk about other people, you got time to get up and make a change in your life. While we all judging, you know, it's just like with us. You know, we just got tired dealing with the same stuff. You know, where it's a baby daddy calling with drama. You're going to get blocked. Family, y'all, y'all not supporting. Y'all always got something negative to say. Y'all want to stay in the past. Blocked. Blocked. Kids. Right, we got a son right now, 16. Don't even speak to us. Boy, if you think you're finna kiss your behind, you better... <laughs> okay. I, man, listen, I just... I got a 21-year-old. And, you know, the same one. She's 21 years. She's 22. 23, somewhere around there. Right. And from the time I got here, came home, it's just been up and down, up and down, more downs than ups. And just recently, like I'm very spiritual and I believe the universe talks to us. And I see things that, you know, average people really don't see. For example, I, first time she, last time she had came back, we had made up. I told her, I was like, I had a dream that you were about you. And I rarely remember my dreams, let alone have dreams of family members of people I know. And um, it was just an indicator. And then, you know, me and her fell out. It's been going on two years, been over two years since we, you know, been cool. Uh, And and just recently, the universe was giving me signs, like through Facebook. I'm seeing uh, five years, you know, what you did five years ago, three years ago. And she kept popping up. Then she sent me a friend request a couple months. I was like, I declined it. Like, I'm, no, I'm not I'm not ready for this. Uh, I'm protecting my peace and I'll, I'm in fear. I fear that you will come and disrupt my peace like you have over and over and over since I've been home. But right. with that being said, a situation came up and I have family members that talk about me and try to discourage people from dealing with me. I can't make this up. I have people come yep. back and tell me, if you talk about, if, if you, if I talk to 30 people, 20 people about you, five of them, six of them going to come back and tell you. Oh, yeah. So I was getting people coming back and telling me, and it got back to me that someone in con- someone contacted her, talking stuff about me because they knew <clears throat> what they do on my side of the family. If they're beefing with a person, they'll get everybody else to beef with that person. They be on and that. that that's sad. That's sad. That's sad. Because what me and you got going on, Ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. Nothing. So the sides they draw, they make, they create sides. And with that being said, none of my kids would stand up. They would hear the stuff and then come back and tell me, and I'll try to tell them because the person only can do what they know. I have to tell them like right. that's cool. You got to shut that down when someone because if someone's talking to you, talking about you to me, I don't want to hear it. I'm shutting it down. And I'm coming back and I'm going to tell you who said, what did it say? And you can tell them, because a lot of people are like, don't tell them. I said, well, well, first of all, they disrespected you by thinking that they can, I, 
I disrespected you by thinking I can come to you and talking shit, excuse me, talking stuff about your husband to you. So you have yeah. every right to go back and tell your husband you're responsible for telling your husband because I can be a person that smiles in his face and act like everything cool. But yet he exactly. don't know. You, exactly. got every, you are obligated as his partner, as a friend, as a real person to tell like, yeah, Jarrell was talking trash about you. And you can right. don't tell you know don't tell with me ain't no don't tell him I told you no I want you so I can confront like why do you think that it was cool for you to talk about my me to my friend or to my child but my daughter stood up I found out that she stood up and out of all my kids she had every legit reason to feel some kind of way and engage in that I got other kids that will engage in the conversation of talking down about me but she stood her ground like I'm not gonna let you talk about my dad I don't care what we got going on. That that's not this and that and this ain't that, right? Because you're not going to get me to fall in line and be one of your partners against my dad. I respected oh. that in her, and that made me like, you know what? I got told this information for a reason, and if I didn't get told this information, I would not be. I would not have the motivation to call my daughter and thank her for standing up for me. Now we're that starting cool. a new lease. We're starting a new lease because we have understanding. And we matured. That's I was good. wrong for how I handled things. She was wrong. We're going to try this over again, no matter how many times. Like, But I told her, like, we're going to get this one more try. Because the first time I told her that, she and we ended up falling out again. And I left her alone for two years. I don't play. I don't play. But this time, I feel like I have to give her a chance because she showed me respect. And I have to respect her and real recognize real. And I respect that in her. Yeah, that's called loyalty. Loyalty, loyalty. Yes, we don't something understand. We, yeah, I was just gonna say something else we don't have. <laughs> yeah, people are more loyal to negative things than any, like loyal to the streets right. and all the other stuff yep. than to your loved ones. Nobody don't win in the streets, and we're gonna say this and we're gonna close out, but nobody ain't gonna win in these streets, man. Y'all get out these streets, ain't none out there for y'all. Get out these clubs, ain't none there's out there for y'all. But the same old, same old bottom feeding people. There, there's something for them. The streets got something for them. It's it's called prison or death. That's the only thing. The <laughs> that's true. That's true. We ain't think about that, but that's true. That's all you're gonna get when you go out there. <laughs> get dead and wind up going to jail. Hurt. The streets hurt. The streets don't just hurt the people in the streets, but it hurts people outside that's connected to those who are in the streets. And yep. that's what people don't you're you're loyal to the wrong cause, you're loyal to a gang, you know, that a negative gang. You're loyal to BS, and that's the problem with too many of our people. That's why we can't get nowhere. That's why we are crabs in a bucket. Someone told me that. I looked it up. Look, you know, anybody ever get a chance, look up crabs in a bucket on YouTube and just watch it. And what you're going to see is a bucket, a deep bucket filled with crabs, five, six, eight crabs. And every time one try to get out, you know what the other one does? It pulls it back down. Yep. That's the problem. Let me get out. Help me get out so I can help you get out. That's the problem. Nah, in, we want to hold in, each other back. In 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 Columbus, where we got a lot of Somalians, we probably got like maybe like eight hundred Somalians, maybe seven hundred Somalians, whatever the case may be. If and they can't drive, which is which, a lot of people get frustrated and they don't understand that where they come from, there was no cars. It's a third world country, so they come over here, they got to learn how to drive, and they teach each other how to drive and whatever. And it ain't gonna be perfect. They if they get in an accident on the north side of our Columbus, 
there is it's the highest accident prone side of Columbus because it's mostly it's mostly Africans and mainly uh, Somalians. But if a Somalian gets in, in an accident, other Somalians driving by, they don't even know who that Somalian is. They will stop and, and aid that Somalian. That's how it's supposed to be designed. It takes a village, and our people don't understand that it takes a village. That's why back in the day, if we got in trouble, you know, Miss Miss Richardson down the street is going to get not only get on you, but gonna call yep. your mom, and your mom's gonna accept that because it takes yep. they understand that it takes a village. Now, oh, don't be talking to my child like that. Yep, it I got you. Mentality is corrupt. It's it's destroyed, man. Because a lot of us, we we don't want to listen. We don't want the truth. We don't want to. We want to die, basically. Yeah. Sum all that up. And you know what the key is? There's there's, there's hope. There, there's hope. There's a glimpse of hope. Keep hope alive. We ain't talking about Bob Hope. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the hope is the little children, the the ones who've been on this planet for single digit years. They are our hope. They are those right now, our grandkids, you know, they are the ones, they are the saviors of the world for real. So it's our job as elders to mold them because kids is clutch and we can mold them how we see fit. Just like in Africa and in small in other countries, you got and you and this is facts, you got eight-year-olds that know how to kill with a machine gun, a submachine gun, an AK or whatever they use. And they, wow. that's because they were molded that way. You got kids like Annie, the movie Annie. They were molded. Mm-hmm. They got taken in, and the person who was in charge molded them to be what? Thieves. Yep. Pick pocket pickers. So, yeah, just as you can mold a kid into corruption, you can mold them into something positive. And it's our job because the, the key is out with the old way of thinking and in with a new. And the new have to be fresh and, and 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 not on that mentality. That's the only way things will change. Hopefully in our lifetime, we'll start seeing it just as people back in the Jim Crow era, they probably never saw change in slavery era. They probably never saw change, any hope, for real. But in time, out with the old and in with the new because this new generation that came in, they start seeing things like, yo, this shit, this ain't right. We can't just have separations and segregation nope. and only bars and fountains and no we can't do that so it changed gradually but there's still a lot more that needs to be changed it ain't as serious as slavery and Jim Crow change will come eventually it's at a crawling space because people are coming into reality that, that they're doing wrong and white people tend to other white people tend to come in and clean up what their ancestors or their predecessors have put into play so it's out with the new and out with the old and in with the new. If that happens and it, it goes right, we can start seeing change. Me personally, I feel like I got four more decades and I pray that I see what, I, what I'm dreaming of seeing. Martin Luther King, I have a dream. I have a dream that one day we will all be treated equal and the racism will be dropped down because one thing for certain, two things for sure, racism is at an all-time low and each year it gets lower and lower because these little white kids and stuff, they love our culture. It is what it is. They love that they they adapt their, they put aside their whack culture and adapt ours. You see on social media, white people talking about on Thanksgiving, November, man, I wish I'm going to get invited to a a, a, a black Thanksgiving because this stuff right here, I ain't for it. Like, yeah, 
They fill mm-hmm. up. Yeah, all that's been taught to us too. All that. So that's why it's important, you know, look up, do research, get your facts straight, and we got to wake up. We really do. For real. But um, with all that being said, man, we're going to go ahead and close out for today. Um, Enjoyed interview, man. Thank you once again. Y'all make sure y'all check out our boy Joel. Give everybody um your social media where they can find you at. Uh, I'm not deep. I've just started this. With it's been a month of podcasting. Okay. So very very new to this, so I haven't quite. I haven't got into. I'm still I'm learning. I'm crawling. I'm just a process. You got to crawl before you walk. Walk before you run. So I'm crawling with this. So I haven't got my YouTube page up and my podcast jumping yet. But I can be found on Facebook. Uh, Jarrell J O R hyphen E L. Lamar, L-A-M-A-R. Uh, my real name is Corey Sattler. My Instagram is J-O-J-R-E-L, J-O-R-E-L. And in parentheses, it's Baby June. So my social media platform is designed to let people know how I'm coming mentally, what frequency I operate off of. And I share my life with people. So because I have people that watch me and family members, and I just I like to share my life with people so that with me, if I meet somebody, I go to the social network page and I do research to get an idea of what I'm dealing with so that okay. I don't waste my energy on this person. I'm very socially selective. So my social media pages are designed for those to get to know me. Right. That's cool. That's cool, man. Well, thank you again. We definitely enjoyed the whole conversation. And uh, I think we said at the beginning, y'all, we're going to have Joelle back for two more episodes of the Queen Candy Podcast where y'all gonna get some more knowledge and some more um, of both of our experiences and whatnot. Thank you, um, Jarrell, for coming on the show. Thank you for your insight. And we glad, definitely find me a brother that's, you know, getting on the path to um, same thing we believe in. So right. that's definitely um, a good thing to hear. So thank you so much for your time, bro. We're going to go you. ahead and let you go. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And we're going to chop it up again Monday. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So thank you once again, bro, for coming on the show. Anytime. I look forward to multiple chances to connect with you and your, your audience. Yes, yes. And if you need us to um come on your show as well, you know, we can do that too. Um. With your mentor and everything, you know, however we can help or whatever, you got our number already. So um, no pressure at all <laughs> if you ever want to reach out or anything like that. We're here in um, Indiana, so we can, you know, maybe figure something out from there. But, yeah, definitely would like to get on board with that and help as much as possible. So just, you know, let us know. Thank you so much, Queen. No problem. Thank you. All right, man. Have a good evening. You too.